Thank you, thank you. You better, you better sit before you slip. You better sit before you slip now. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome. This is Words with Ali. I'm your host, Ali Seavright. And this week's episode, I'm going to say some words on conflict, but more specifically, fighting. Get him up. Let him get up. Let him get up. Let him get up. Fight back, nigga. Fight back, nigga. Fight back. Fight back. Now, my my whole philosophy uh, with conflict, I I kind of think back onto like it's gonna sound really nerdy, but like uh, if anyone's a fan of Star Wars out there, the Mandalorian uh, belief that conflict is necessary for growth. You see, the the Mandalorians were, in the history of Star Wars, they were a race of people called the Tong. And they basically lived their lives, like, in a a warrior way. Like, they fought and they gained honor through battle. Like, sort of like how they, how you'd view Vikings. But I I, I don't really connect with Vikings that much. Mandalorians are cooler. But um, for them, their life was derived around finding conflict and overcoming it and devoting themselves to improvement in every facet of their lives well most of it revolved around killing people but like it's still like that that main that main feeling of like constant improvement that i always vibe with and like for me like me personally i i avoid conflict as much as possible which has been not beneficial for me but uh, I'm trying to engage with conflict more often and challenge myself more. But um, yeah, that's a. I feel like that's a human thing. We we try to avoid, you know, conflict, arguments, fighting. But you know, sometimes shit happens. Sometimes a motherfucker steps on your shoe. They give you a look, and you're like, okay, what's up? What's up? What's up, motherfucker? What's up? Moink, moink. And you just, you know, you just gotta moink a motherfucker sometimes because they they be testing you. It's like, why are you testing me in the street? I'm walking, I'm trying to get my milk, my milk and my bread, and you out here stepping on my shoes. Disrespect. And that's what it comes down to. A lot of fighting comes down to, like, someone being disrespected. And then the other person not being able to handle it, they're like, hey, I'm just going to throw hands. I can't argue. I don't have words. I don't, I can't resolve this peacefully. I'm just going to punch you in your face. And, like, <laughs> I'm sure y'all heard about World Star Hip Hop and, they kind of changed over the years, but, like, they used to be focused primarily on just, like, wild videos and shit. And, like, a lot of the times, you know, I'd be cruising the internet, and I'd see some wild fights. Like, man's throwing uppercuts, uh, someone getting drop kicked in the chest, someone getting uppercut in the, the, their nostrils and, you know, breaking the whole orbital socket. Like, I don't know why it was so entertaining to watch this shit. And you know them videos, like, you you know it when you're scrolling through on, like, YouTube or some shit. You see that, like, 144p quality video. You just know something he's gonna happen. When a motherfucker's filming shit on a flip phone nowadays, that means some shit is about to fucking happen. We don't got no 1080p quality on this. This shit shaky. Motherfuckers yelling in the background. World star! World star! Hey, yo, world star! Yeah, yeah, world star! And, like, motherfuckers just going crazy, losing this shit. And, you know, usually it's the, a lot of these fights start from, like, very simple shit. Like, some dude said something. 
or maybe a dude looking at his girl or something like just basic shit that could be solved with like some easy words of someone just like you know what man i i made a mistake i didn't i didn't know what i was thinking i apologize i apologize sincerely and i hope you have a good day you have a good day sir top of the morning to you ta-da and that's it it can be solved like that, but sometimes motherfuckers just get, you know, mad ignorance. Like, the fuck you say about my mama's? Like, yeah, your mama got big feet, motherfucker. She look like Shaquille O'Neal's cousin. My name's Shanae O'Neal. I wear size 17,000 shoes. I drink clouds and use flags as napkins. And sometimes I pick up white women and scale skyscrapers and yell into the air on weekends. <laughs> And yeah, when mans get roasted like that, they just lose their shit. It's like, all right, I have no comeback for that. I'm just going to punch you in your mouth. I'm going to hit you with all the strength I have in my body. And honestly, if someone said that to me, I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd laugh, but I'd probably snuff them too. I'm like, yo, <laughs> damn. <laughs> but um, looking looking back at history, we can see it like everywhere. Like, there's certain etiquettes in different cultures and certain things that, like, if he did wrong, it caused, like, major fights. You know, fights that not only had people getting injured, but, like, dying. Motherfuckers getting killed over disrespect. Wars were fought over disrespect. This guy thinks my, 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 my people are weak. He's saying, oh, I could just come in there and take whatever I want from you because you're weak. And, like, in order to show them, it's like, hey, I'm going to start a fucking war. I'm going to start a war because this motherfucker think I'm weak, but I ain't weak. I got hands. And when he showed him he got hands, it's like, oh, shit, yeah, he got hands. He good with it. He good with it. And he got that shit. He got that. Yeah, hold that. Hold that. And, like, <laughs> yo, motherfuckers died over trying to prove who's just tough. Like, that's fucking wild. And, like, even now, we, we glorify a lot of, um, like, we had the gladiator days back in, like, Roman, like, emperor time and that shit. I mean, we evolved a lot since then, but at the same time, we haven't because you still have like UFC, boxing and like kickboxing, all these sports. And let me tell you something. There's this YouTube channel. I started watching this with my brother like uh, like a couple years back now. And like we were watching it when they had like maybe 20,000, like 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. And it was basically it's called Street Beefs. So look up Street Beefs. And, like, it has some of the most jankiest, it's, like, the jankiest organized fighting you can find. It's, like, backyard fighting, but, like, more organized. And it's, it's so janky. <laughs> These motherfuckers, they, they come up with the wildest fucking names, and they're fighting in, like, a dusty-ass backyard with some ghetto, like, chain link, chain link fencing put up with some boards of wood. And a motherfucker just standing, and the ring is so small. It's, like, literally, like, five feet by five feet, some of them. Like, they get bigger, like, as the years went on. But, like, when I was first watching them, it was, like, this is a very small ring. And these motherfuckers are just throwing nothing but haymakers. Nothing but haymakers. And I don't know if they're being paid or they're just doing it for fun. But, like, it was fucking entertaining to watch. And uh, it was, this thing was, like, organized by this guy. He's one of the fighters in it as well, Scarface. And uh, he he had some fights in there. He he had hands. He had some hands. But like, I just want to run down a list of some of these names because like, I can't I can't talk about street beefs without bringing up some of these names. So I'm gonna it's a it's a, I shortened the list. It was, it was so much longer than this. So let me start. Um, 
You have the Iraqi assassin, Italian Tyson, Bobby Bipolar, Arabic Beef, Sandpaper, Knock'em Down Brown, Homie the Clown, Chicken George, Country Hoodlum with a K, Country, uh, The Milwaukee Animal, The Wicked Roofer, Slicey Ice England, The Beautiful Savage, Quack Attack, Corn Fed, Shoobidoo, Tater Salad, Dirty Jacob, Breeze Beef, Wonder Bread, Avatar Goku, Wild Whitey, <laughs> Fire Chicken, Juggalo Rob, Dominican Destroyer, Corn Flake, Thick Boy, <laughs> SpongeBob, Scuba Steve, Big Daddy, William, <laughs> Ginger Ninja, Vanilla Gorilla, K Pop, <laughs> Hippie Disciple, <laughs> Beer City Bandit, Florida Man, Daddy Fat Sacks, Blackie Chan. And there's so many more, but I want to highlight one specifically, Baby Hulk. Now, this motherfucker, he's like four foot something. Like, probably four foot ten or something. He's short as shit. Muscular. This dude is fucking strong. And he's fighting these dudes. He's always fighting these dudes that's at least like two feet taller than him. And he mashes them up. He mashes them up. This short dude, this fucking just, just muscular as shit. He looks like Kevin Hart. He looks like Kevin Hart if he went to prison. <laughs> And he just fucks people up. And, like, oh, I love this shit. And, like, I try not to indulge in watching it too much because, like, it's one of those things, like, you watch one video and then you get sucked into watching, like, ten in a row because it's, it's that entertaining. The names and the way people are fighting. A lot of these guys don't have any experience fighting, but they still go into, like, this dusty-ass makeshift ring and, and throw hands because, like, that's a, that's a huge part of just, like, human nature we like we like to challenge each other we like fighting even though we try to avoid it we we like it and and street beefs is a prime example it's not nothing's choreographed there's no script there's no there's barely any structure to be honest it's like it's like if someone held the camera properly in a world star hip-hop fight that's basically what it is and yeah we were watching it a couple years back 20,000 maybe 50,000 subscribers it's over 2.5 million right now and that tells you something people want to see other people fight and that's just you know something that comes down to the very basic nature of how we are we we fight for survival we fight for resources we fight to secure ourselves to protect ourselves and that's like a basic thing that we can't really escape no matter how sophisticated and advanced our cities become and our society is we will always find a way to have conflict and conflict honestly will always be entertaining like boxing like how many people watched that fight between floyd mayweather and conor mcgregor that was a huge fight boxing and mma meet and like this massive thing and like shit I don't know anyone that hasn't seen it or at least heard about it. And like, that's a big thing. It's like, bruh, millions of people like paid money to see this. And like each fighter at least got like a, what? A hundred million somewhere around there, maybe more. So it's like, fuck.
And while I, I honestly feel that conflict is necessary for everybody in everybody's life, there's there's certain conflict that I feel like will never be necessary. Like there's no need for bullying and there's no need for just ignorant, just like scuffles to happen. It's like, and like, I see it all the time. Like people just start arguments out of nowhere. And then like, bro, like, we can walk away from this. Like, nothing's being gained from it. If we fight, if you win, nothing happens. If I win, nothing happens. It's just a pointless fight. And, like, I've been caught up in some of those. Like, you know, like, because, like, going out drinking, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you step on somebody's toe or you you might bump somebody. I'm a big dude. I, I'm, I'm a bit clumsy. And, you know, sometimes I got into, you know, some arguments with people because, like, I, I might have spilled something or... And like, uh, <laughs> you know, but I, I handled it, you know, I usually try to, you know, diffuse the situation, you know, calm the person down. It's like, Hey man, I mean anything by it. I'm just big. That's how I move, you know, and shit. But sometimes there's like those dudes, they go out there and they, they'll see me and they'll see me as a challenge for some reason. They'll look at me. It's like, this guy is big. He, his presence is large. I want to start beef with this guy for no fucking reason other than I'll look cool if I win. That's primarily it. And I've I've dealt with that a lot. I've avoided it for like the the most part. But like sometimes sometimes a motherfucker can't be reasoned with. And like as in street beef say like there's this song they have <laughs> Any coward could pull the trigger. But it takes a real man to look another man in his eyes. Punch him right in the face. <laughs> and I, I fucking love that song from Street Beast. Like, just watch Street Beast. Just watch one. See if you like it. It's hilarious. It's fun. It's entertaining. And, like, people... so Yeah, they get hurt. But, like, they, they try to mitigate the amount of injuries people get from that. Which is not something I can say about real life. Because motherfuckers, they just fight you until, like, somebody's either unconscious or police show up or, like, someone gets really injured. And, like, for me, I even even when I was angry and I got into a fight, I never really tried to go all out. Because I knew if I did, I could, I could literally kill someone. I just always thought that, like, if I went all out, if I used my strength to my full extent, I could kill someone. And, like, trying to avoid conflict, I try my best, but sometimes a motherfucker just need to get snuffed in this motherfucker mouth. It ain't ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. I told them thusly that, hey, you don't want these problems. You do not want these problems. My left hand's a problem. My right hand's a problem. And these motherfuckers, they think, oh, he's a big dude. He can't kick. I could kick. I could do a jump kick. I did martial arts for a couple years. And I learned some shit. I learned some shit. I, man's got kicks. Front kicks, side kicks, crescent kicks, tornado kicks. I could do a tornado kick uh, on a good day, though. <laughs> but <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, the, the best thing is to not put yourself in a situation where that's a possibility. And, like, sometimes, yeah, you go out, not nowadays, but, like, back before the panoramics is going on. You go out and, you know, you'd be drinking. And there's always going to be like a group of, uh, I call them woo boys. Because when you hear them, 
Honestly, it's it's the worst sound I've ever heard. Woo! Yeah! Like, you always feel like someone's going to get hurt every time you hear it. And it's usually around, like, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. You start hearing these woo boys. And, like, they literally go out to get drunk and pick fights with people. They have nothing going on with their lives. They got nothing motivating them to be good people. They're just pieces of shit that go around starting shit with people. And, like, they'll go, hey, man, what's up with your shirt, dude? Oh, you look like shit. Oh. Hey, Chad, look at this guy. He looks like a bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, man, this guy's a piece of shit. Let's fight him. Hey, you want to fight, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, look at my polo shirt, dude. Yeah. You, you don't, do you know what my dad does? Do you even know what my dad does, dude? Like, those guys? Uh, they, mm, they irk me so bad and I've I've had so many encounters with them so many times different times in my life I, I avoided I avoided them for the most part but like there's a couple times where man you know like I, I was walking home one time when I because I usually uh went to the beach like late at night to play my guitar and shit it's peaceful and like you know people be having beach parties bo- beach bonfire parties and shit and, like, this was years ago, mind you. This wasn't recent. And, like, I had my, my guitar on my back, my case. And these guys, you know, they pull up on me and they're like, hey, man, like, what's that on your back? And I'm like, oh, it's my guitar. And he's like, oh, sweet, yo, play us a song. And I was like, oh, uh, no, nah, man, I'm just heading home, man. I'm just walking. And, like, we're on this darkly lit. It's like there's no lights on this path on the beach. And there's houses adjacent to it. But, like, there's, like, they're blocked by a railway and, like, trees and shit. So, you can't really hear shit too well. And, like, they start grabbing at me. And they're pulling on me and shit. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? And then, like, they knocked off my guitar. And they start, like, hitting me. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? And, like, I was fucking terrified. Because there's no one around me. There's these three dudes. And I'm just fucking scared. I don't like fighting. I hate fighting. It's shitty. It's unnecessary shit. And what they were doing that night was very unnecessary. And so I went into survival mode. I was screaming. I was like screaming for help. And like they kept hitting me. One guy had a stick. He hit me in like the back. And then like I something in me snapped. I was like, Bleep. and I was like, yep, fuck this. Grabbed my guitar, started swinging that motherfucker. Whoop, whap, swings, binks. And like I hit another dude. He fell. And then, like, my guitar was fucking, it was shattered. It was broken as fuck. And then I just started punching the other dude, and the other guy was, like, trying to run away. And, like, it was a very stressful and terrible night of my life. And I'll never forget it. I walk home. I'm carrying my fucking broken guitar in the case. And I'm, like, crying, and I'm feeling terrible. I'm like, shit, this this is fuck. This fucking sucks. Why Why wouldn't they just leave me alone? Like, what did I even do to provoke that? I was just walking home. I said I didn't want to play my guitar to, like, some complete random assholes. And they they took offense to it. And now they have probably permanent scars from that from that day. And, like, literally from that guitar, I made my my first homemade guitar. Um, and I, had, I, I played it for years. I'd go out gigging with it because I didn't have money to replace my guitar. And like the, the and like, 
it sounded all right. I did my best. It, I, it was called uh, Unlabored Flawlessness. If you ever played Ninja Gaiden and you uh, fully upgraded the, the wooden sword, you'd know what that is. And um, yeah, it was it was a beautiful it was a beautiful thing created from a tragic moment. And like I, I always think back on that, like because it was very transformative because I could have dwelled on it and like been bitter and like seen it as a memento as like, oh, this is a terrible moment in my life. And like I've, I've just like survived it. But instead, I turned it into something beautiful. I said, like, hey. Let me repurpose this guitar. Let me repurpose that moment in my life, that feeling, and turn it into something beautiful. And I created beautiful music, played in a band with it, and yeah, it was yeah some some good shit. And I feel like conflict is is just that. You can either dwell on the conflict and let it eat away at you, and erode your being, or you could use it as a stepping stone to boost yourself up, to rise up from where you are low to a higher place, a new vantage point even. Stepping higher, you could see further. And yeah, and that's, yeah, yeah, it's some beautiful shit, yo. But um, yeah, I'm going to leave it there. You guys take care. Enjoy your life. Enjoy the conflict. But don't enjoy it to the point where it's causing other people pain. Enjoy it as the challenge that it is. Overcome it. Become better. Move forward. And bless your life. Bing bong. All right, y'all. Peace.